Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by... I gotta say, like my best mate in the building, John Briggs. Good morning. That is such a special introduction, and and I think that I'm sure you say that to a lot of people, but genuinely, I do feel like we are actual good friends. And yes, it, it feels very special to be here. So thank you for having me. Of course. I mean, we have gone to a bunch of festivals and stuff together. We so, have. So I've we've got, gotten into some trouble. We really have. You know, Coachella, um, Desert Days. Oof. We've had some times, um, and I got you on the pod today specifically to talk about your experiences at Burning Man. You just got back. Uh, Today's your first day back. I made it out alive. Everything's all good, and I, um, I'm here to tell the story. Wow. That yeah. is, stay tuned for that. <laughs> Burning Man, if you hadn't heard about it, it's been all over the news, people calling it Raining Man because the dust in the middle of the desert turned to mud, turned to clay, and, you know, people were trapped. They were trapped, they were stuck, but not the spirit of Bernie Man. <laughs> there you go. That's right. What a burner we got here. Oh, like this, this man. <laughs> I brought a little mud back with me, man. I'm, <laughs> yeah. It's still stuck in my bones. <laughs> yeah. But to begin with, we got to talk about the big story of the day. Uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, obviously, we knew they were headed for divorce. Well, it's happened. And... We know one of the reasons. Well, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, apparently, Joe Jonas filed for divorce from Sophie Turner, having allegedly caught her doing something on a ring camera. Man, I, 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 I can't. I don't know what it is, but knowing how ring cameras work, I, it, it just seems like. Man, to be watching what your family does on a ring camera and to be focused that closely <laughs> and watching who comes and goes, man, it feels like there was a lot of mistrust already kind of there. That's true. That's true. I mean, we got little baby cameras around our house and it's not mm -hmm. like I'm like checking, checking them, like, in. What are you doing? Oh, man. Watching on those little puppy cameras, the, the doggy videos, stuff yeah. like that. Well, man. people do that. Like they watch their sort of like uh, their nanny or their house cleaner to right, see if they're pinching right. stuff. I know. No, I, I, I don't, I, like I said, I, I have no idea exactly what was going on uh, on these cameras, but to think that you were watching them so closely, it just, it makes me feel like, man, there was a lot of mistrust already there, yes. or, you know, you kind of had some kind of inkling, you were looking for something yes. and that's how maybe you find it, you know? This is like someone going through someone else's phone. Yeah, which I've never done. That's no. not really me. Um, I, 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 neither have I, because I think if you get to that point, then it's a bad sign anyway. And it, Or it's just a bigger picture of like how your relationship's going, you yes. know? So as we said, we don't know what the incident was, but these ring cameras, like you always see viral stories about something being caught, like a FedEx guy, like 
spitting on the box or like oh. I, I don't know there's different things i like the ones that are always like the one person who like steals all the candy at halloween <laughs> yeah, those yeah. are the ones that's like yeah. ah like those kind of gotcha videos i enjoy there's like lots of burglar related ring camera stories because you catch you, you see them you mm -hmm. see them there these ring cameras i'm pretty sure they were on shark tank to begin with okay i'm pretty sure i don't know if they got a deal or not but like they should have made a deal because these things are, are everywhere. This is such a good business. Well, I think it's also a great business that the videos that they crank out always have the like little ring doorbell yeah. bug. Like, do we even know that the Jonas brother or the the camera that they they had at their home was actually a ring yes. camera? Or are we just calling it a ring camera the way that we call tissues Kleenex? Oh, very It could true. have been like any of these different home security systems. Yes. Like I'm sure that they have a lot of cameras all over their home. Why do we keep saying ring camera? It's true. Like that alone, that like little bit of like, you know, the it's branding. a commercial yes. for this for this one ring doorbell. Do you have a ring doorbell? I don't. I don't either. Uh, but, but I do have an Esky. And an Ooh, esky is what we call a cooler. A cooler, but esky is yeah. a brand name. What? But Australians call them all eskies. They're all eskies, oh, no I, matter what brand. Yeah, I know. Esky is a cooler, uh, but yeah, very, very few people know that. Like a, you know, a hoodie or a torch. Like knowing that a torch oh. is a flashlight, stuff. Like you know, that. you know the Australian slang. Dude, we're we're friends. <laughs> I got some. I got some Aussie homies. Well, um, allegedly, a, a lot of the reason that they broke up was to do with her wanting to relive her youth or she feels like she missed out on a lot of her youth. She became famous at 14 on Game of Thrones as one of those Stark girls. I remember very well. Um, for, so 14, very young. She met Joe when she was 21. So she got a little bit of like enjoying her sort of late teenage years as someone people wanted to party with you know and i imagine that'd be quite fun as me and you are both partying <laughs> imagine being a 21 year old famous person you know you just go out and just have the best life absolutely and I, i'm i'm like feeling like this might be a terrible segue into a 42 year old talking about his burning man stories <laughs> yeah. is this like a really like kind of uh pathetic it gets a now bit sad. like ah uh, yes yeah. so i'm gonna say does does it have to be uh, kind of reliving that youth or like continuing that youthful attitude? Or yeah. like, is it really like, oh, I lost out and that's why I need to do these things now? Or is it just like, that's how I like to live? Like, these are the ways like, uh, that's fun for me or this is how yeah. I enjoy myself. I just imagine, I mean, she met Joe when she was 21 and she was a wife at 22. Um, if I was a husband at 22, I imagine that you'd think about, ah, oh, I kind of lost my 20s a bit. That was sure. my, that were my years to sort of like go out there, hook up with people, get really drunk, just be a bit of a crazy, wild, you know, young person. Absolutely. And if you feel like you're a bit deprived of that, um, I can understand why uh, you'd think about it. But she's only 27 right now. She's still she, young. It's just that she's a 27-year-old and she's with, a mom with two, two young daughters, kids and one and three years old. So, yeah, I mean, th they are the reports that she, you know, wanted to feel young again. He obviously he's 34 um, and he's got these two kids. He was at a different stage of his life. He probably had the Jonas Brothers. I'm young. I'm single party days. You know, he, he probably had those well, throughout was, his 20s. He, I mean, being 
you know, being in a band and touring, there's that definite like rock star mentality yes. of like, you know, you're you're out and you're in a new city every night. You know, there's that like backstage party vibe. You know, I'm sure that he got to experience more of that energy in his life. And that now, you know, because he's older and he's kind of had a lot of those experiences already, you know, that might kind of be out of his system. Right, right. I mean, they got famous. The Jonas Brothers got famous really young too. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they kind of went away for a long time. And I guess when they were gone away, that's when he was just like living it up. I assume, I mean, really? I assume, wasn't he, da- didn't he date like Taylor Swift and like, didn't they like, I think. But is that really living it up? I, I don't know. Is that really, I mean, is that, 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 that doesn't feel like boring. a whole lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I wouldn't like categorize that as like, you know, the heyday of right. a party. But I'm sure that he like, he, he had his fun and now, you know, I mean, they're on tour still. He's still like working and that sort of stuff. It's just a different form of touring. Um, ah, dude, Sophie Turner to like let Sophie Turner slip through your fingers. She is seems like the most fun. She seems awesome, and she's such a babe. Like, yeah, she is. Man, I don't know. I was saying, I was saying yesterday on the pod. It's kind of like the fact that they're like from different continents now makes everything a bit more tricky. Like figuring out sure. custody, figuring sure. out I don't know everything, everything about how you're going to live the rest of your life. Because you, as a parent, both of us are parents. You want to be next to your kids. Well, of course, but I mean, I think that they're already dealing with that a lot with the amount of touring that he does. You know, yeah. it's not as though they're really in any one place at one time for a long time at all. So I think that they've already had a lot of practice, you know, moving around, you know, juggling, uh, you know, schedules and keeping an eye on kids, you know, while you're touring and moving city to city is already going to be yes. a big challenge. So at least like that might have at least put in a, a pretty good foundation for, uh, you know, keeping an eye on kids before a breakup. True, true. Well, it's very sad. I mean, they they released a joint statement on social media, basically saying, after four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly this is a united decision. We sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy and for uh, for us and our children. Well, we all want to know why. So they always go, respect our privacy. It's like, we want to know why. Yeah. We okay. want to know why. There's a couple guys out there just like licking their chops. <laughs> yeah, thinking about yeah. Sophie Turner being back on the market. Yeah, there. what's that like Kit Harrington, the guy? <laughs> what's that guy from Game of Thrones' name? Oh, Peter oh, Dinklage out there like, oh my yes, God. please. <laughs> yes, licking his chops. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. About Burning Man. Ooh. You, this is your first day back from Burning Man. It's my first day back in the office, yes. Can you please just tell me, can you demystify what Burning Man actually is? Because I'm still a little bit confused about what goes on and why it's even big. I mean, it's been around for quite a while. I have only gone a few times. Um, and this year it was particularly interesting because of just the like crazy weather that hit everybody that's what Um, made such a big story in the past you know everyone's had to endure a lot of heat 
lot of dust. Mm. You know, it the the location that they have it in um, is like a couple hours north of Reno, and it's actually a dried lake bed, so it's perfectly flat. Mm-hmm. And um, it's covered in this very fine, uh, some people say sand, but it's like a dust. And the uh, wind just blows in everyone's faces. That's why you're all wearing goggles. I, I, and... Yeah. So sometimes there will be these crazy whiteout storms where just the wind will take this dust from this giant lake bed, you know, that spans for miles and miles through these, you know, in between these two mountains. And it just will like just sweep through and cover everything. You can't see your hand in front of your face. It gets so dusty. And, and that so torture gnarly. is kind of part of the fun. Um, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely you know it is uh, a survival mentality yeah. at times uh, and a lot of people prepare for the dust they prepare to wear you know everybody has big n95 type masks long before covid yeah you have goggles that you have to seal up you know so that dust can't get in and out you know you have to have specific tents you know a lot of people prepare in a lot of ways for a lot of they, celebrities go as well they like, do it's a vibe they do but you know for a short amount of time to they're, take the they're photos in, yeah <laughs> for for a couple pictures they fly in they stay in really nice rvs and then they fly out um so how was this year different than the others so this year as everybody prepared for crazy heat crazy dust uh, they got hit with the exact opposite. It was um, it was getting really cold, and we got hit from about Friday, last Friday to uh, early Sunday with a lot of rain. Mm. Uh, and because that lake bed is so incredibly flat, um, you know, it's not as though it rains in one place and it stays in that place. Uh, it, the, the entire ground just swells with water. So right. even if you have a little shade over your tent, you know, the water creeps in and your tent is now, you know, underwater or it can wow. be like filled with mud. And this dust. How many people, how many people there? Uh, I think the the count this year was a little over 70,000. So, so 73,000 people. people were there. Kind um, of, was it kind of like they were trapped? I mean, that was the headlines. Well, you certainly were trapped in the sense that you weren't allowed to leave. You couldn't drive out. There was no cars moving. Um, you it, w- it was really difficult even just to walk because that really fine sand created this like uh, really sticky mud. And as you walked, it would really begin to cake onto your shoes. So you couldn't really move much. Um, so because everyone wasn't prepared for this, including the festival organizers, what were sort of like the symptoms of like this rainfall? <laughs> uh, well, um, immediately, uh, a lot of your belongings became just caked in mud. You couldn't ride your bikes anymore. You had to take off all of your shoes. You had to walk barefoot or at, at most with some socks on. Uh, and then uh, because you couldn't drive in and out, the really the biggest problem that people had to immediately kind of deal with was they couldn't service any of the bathrooms. So the whole place is littered with these like long lines of porta potties and those no longer became like nice and clean and serviced and taken care of. <laughs> They're so, really nice and yeah. clean at festivals anyway, so they got oh, worse. Oh man, so immediately people had to pivot to, you know, you couldn't really use the portos very well, you know, and so you were peeing in jugs, pooping in buckets. Wow. Just like, uh, you know, kind of having to, you know, it was this radical self-reliance of like, now I'm responsible for my own things. You now, know? Burning Man going into it, you said was like, it's almost like a survival mentality. So this must have like even made the survival mentality even bigger. Absolutely. So, I mean, you're you're there for a long time. I, I was What are there... you doing while you're there anyway? You're just like oh, hanging out with your mates? Like I mean, what? so the whole idea is like Burning Man is a gifting community. So you don't pay for anything. Once you buy a ticket and you're inside Burning Man, you never exchange money for anything else while you're there. There's huge camps that provide, you know, uh, bars, food, art exhibits, 
you know, there's a lot of people that gift all kinds of like really incredible things, you know, yoga and like there's a lot of spiritual experiences mm. to be had there. And then there's also just like downright debaucherous fun. Orgies? Oh, yeah. There's lots of orgies. Uh, <laughs> I camped across the street from a from a camp that did hostels where they just provided uh, small one-hour rooms for people if you wanted to come in, uh, no less than three people just for, like, sexual experiences. No less than three people? Correct. And it was there <laughs> okay. just for people to go in and, like, just have a romp and then get out, and then they clean it up for the next people that want to come in. Wow. Okay, so the rain hits. Does does all of this debauchery continue, or does everyone, like, okay, let's put a pin in it for now? Well, everybody, there was a small amount of time where everybody kind of had to, like, look at the, like, kind of, like, assess the situation and kind of pivot to what they needed to do, like, just for the, like, small moments of, like, okay, my tent is underwater, yeah. my my belongings are now covered in mud and then once you kind of like assessed all of that it was like cool party time again everybody like switched back on the bars immediately like you know djs turned back on the bars started flowing if you were a camp that provided food you started feeding people again wow. and like everybody just immediately switched back into gear okay so when you decided it was time for you to leave like were you allowed to and 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 what was your process of of getting out of somewhere where you were for all intents and purposes trapped by the mud you were certainly trapped by the mud and you saw people that were trying to leave earlier who were not heeding the warnings of like the organization and when they said don't drive there were people driving and you saw them stuck in the mud their cars were immediately just like their tires sunk down to the frame and their cars their rvs you know their trucks were immediately just like done for how did people like i saw a video of diplo and chris rock like right. hightailing it out of there like, i know and that and that really upset a lot of people because it was like you know it, it's a it's a family mentality like it was bernie man like all taking care of each other and then for people with this like fame and status to like hightail it out and like not listen to what everybody was supposed to be doing and just like walk out was like pretty insulting yeah um but i mean everybody else like you know it, it it kind of happened on like Friday and Saturday and nobody really had any intentions of leaving there anyway. Uh, you know, they were burning the man on Saturday night. They were oh, they burning burn, the temple. They burn, on an actual, they burn an actual man? Oh yeah, they have a giant wooden statue. That's why they call it Burning Man. Mm, you know, they sense. come and burn the man. So that wasn't even happening yet. So nobody really needed to leave. Hang on, is the man like society? Is a man like the man? Dude, I think it's... Or am it, I getting too... No, I think that that's up for anybody's interpretation. Well, there you go. There's mine. So you decide <laughs> you want to leave. You hop in your car. How long did it take you to get out of there? Yes. Was oh, man. So I was originally going to leave on Sunday after they burned the man, and that wasn't going to happen. It was still raining. They said, you have to stay in place. So I immediately was like, cool, we got to just stick it out for another day or two. Uh, we ended up trying to leave. They finally opened the gates on Monday at noon. And so we kind of packed up all Monday morning. We're ready to go. And then it was just like this exodus line of cars that just went on for as far as the eye can see. Uh, we tried to leave around or we left right at noon. And we didn't hit the pavement, uh, you know, off of the playa, off of the mud until around 10 p.m. that night. So okay. it was a long day yeah. sitting in lines as everybody's kind of queuing their way out, you know, merging traffic, merging lines. And then 
even from there, you know, you're still really far away from home, you know, from LA, you know, it's a long drive. So we tried to get on the freeway around midnight was about the time we got on the 80 headed towards Reno, got stuck. There was a different burner that was like driving and towing an Airstream trailer that flipped, caused this crazy backup. So then we ended up waiting till about 3 a.m. just to like move again. So we slept in our car, uh, finally made it into Reno, uh, pretty close to four o'clock, slept till 7 a.m. in Reno and then got back on the car. Drove the 395, beautiful drive down the 395. <laughs> right. I don't know if you've ever done it before, but it's a gorgeous drive. And, uh, you know, I landed back in L.A. yesterday uh, closer to about 5 p.m. So I left at noon the day before. You know, that was like about 29 hours in the U-Haul. Oh, my God. Just trying to work it out and then had to, like, ditch all the stuff out, clean all the mud off, get it all ready, and <laughs> pretend like I was, like, moving furniture for the most random 10 days ever just <laughs> yeah. to, like, get, uh, yeah, dude, that, that's not what I was doing with this U-Haul. Okay, last question. Was it worth it? Oh, absolutely, man. I can't wait for you to come with me next year. <laughs> okay. It's okay. going to be an absolute banger, dude. Anybody who's uh, looking for a little fun, follow me. Okay, sounds good, Bricks. Thank you very much. I love you, Charlie. I love you too, John Bricks. You're the best, man. You are the best. I appreciate you coming in, sharing your story. We'll have you back, hopefully sooner than this time next year. What an honor, man. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, guys. And we'll see you here tomorrow. Bye. Bye.